The Public News Service Daily Newscast, January the 27th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. With new restrictions in place, Texas will vote March 1st in the nation's first primary to choose candidates for the November ballot. Republicans and Democrats will make their choices for district-based congressional and legislative offices, the state board of education, and judicial seats. The state's severe overhaul to voting rules already has resulted in glitches. David Becker leads the Center for Election Innovation and Research and believes early voting problems illustrate the need for legislative and other responses to strengthen the guardrails of democracy. In this delicate time for American democracy, and I do think we're as much in crisis in American democracy as we've ever been perhaps in modern modern American history. Texas election administrators already have rejected hundreds of vote-by-mail applications. I'm Roz Brown. A Texas man recently arrested in Travis County for allegedly sending threatening election-related communications to government officials on January 5th, 2021. It's the first criminal case brought by the Justice Department's Election Threats Task Force. And changes to a student loan program for public service employees is transforming the lives of folks in Montana who had their debts forgiven. More on that from Eric Tiganoff. In October, President Joe Biden's administration overhauled the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, which erases student debt for public servants after they make 10 years of payments. But certain loan programs and repayment plans didn't qualify for forgiveness, a major disappointment for many debt holders. The latest changes open the door to as many as 500,000 Americans. That includes Violet Hopkins, an academic advisor at the University of Montana who had about $80,000 in debt negated. I was in shock. I'm just sort of like making sounds at my husband. Like, they forgave all of it. It's gone. It's, It's all gone. Organizations have been pushing for alterations to the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, including the Montana Federation of Public Employees, which won a victory in the state Supreme Court in 2020. The decision allowed borrowers to bring state law claims against their loan servicer for failing to accurately account for their student loan payments. Public service workers can apply for a waiver to ensure all their student loan payments count toward the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, Borrowers must apply for the waiver by October the 31st. And from NBC News, Democrats finally got some good news Wednesday, and it came from the unlikeliest of places, the Supreme Court. After a year of Democrats cursing the court as a place where President Biden's key policy priorities go to die, Justice Stephen Breyer surprised pundits and lawmakers alike by announcing his impending retirement from the federal bench. We should note it also gives Biden the chance to make good on his pledge to put the first black woman on the nation's highest court. This is PMS. Home-based care advocates say they are confident measures outlined in the Biden-now-stalled Build Back Better Act will move forward in some form. The legislation aims to expand access to services to older adults and people with disabilities, as well as boosting pay for workers who provide home-based care. Currently, more than 3.5 million people rely on Medicaid's home and community-based services. National Policy Director Connie Garner with Easter Seals explains that demand for home care has outpaced resources. And as a result, more older adults end up in nursing homes. That costs more money, that, that causes more isolation. And, and, and that's not what we should have in this country. We should have the ability to have people be able to be taken care of correctly at home. 
and we have to be able to pay and support the providers of that care. They become an essential member of a family. According to the research firm PHI, more than 2 million home care workers earn around $16,000 per year, and one in six lives below the federal poverty line. One report by the ICA group found West Virginia is facing a troubling home caregiver shortage, with one caregiver available for roughly every 11 clients. In Washington, lawmakers say portions of the Build Back Better Act will likely pass this year, but it remains unclear whether the $150 billion earmarked for Medicaid HCBS will remain intact. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. Governor Tom Wolf signed a bill into law Wednesday. It provides direct support to Pennsylvania's youth experiencing educational instability to ensure they have a clear pathway to high school graduation. Senate Bill 324 was introduced by State Senator Wayne Langerholk. It provides graduation planning and a smoother transfer of academic credits, among other resources for young people in Pennsylvania who are experiencing homelessness or who are in the foster care or juvenile justice systems. Rachel Miller of Pennsylvania Partnerships for Children says these students face challenges that often are outside of their control. For example, changes in physical homes or moves between counties and ultimately disruption in their education. I'm Emily Scott. And apologies in advance, not ending on a high note here, but our Eric Galatis tells us new research suggests the Earth's sixth mass extinction event, on par with one that ended the age of dinosaurs, already is underway. Noah Greenwald with the Center for Biological Diversity says the recent findings add to a growing pile of troubling news, including projections that more than a million species are likely to be lost in coming decades due to human activity. Greenwald says that's a problem because species make up ecosystems and ecosystems provide critical services for people. They clean our air, they clean our water, they moderate climate, they cycle nutrients, they pollinate crops. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. We're heard on interesting radio stations, and you can find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.